When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another exciting edition of Talking Real Money, the podcast video cast combo nation. Hi, everybody. I'm Don McDonald right here in Florida. There in the aircraft hangar in Washington near it's Tom's own version of the uh, Air and Space Museum in his house <laughs> is Tom Cock. And as we like to say here, Don, when it comes to investing, let the bombing begin. Let so we'll see. Bombing. Or maybe it's the podcast. Let the bombing begin. It you is heard the, actually podcast, the podcast. Let the bombing. Yeah. You know, you understand. You get the meaning we, there. You know what? We we moved. We moved into Tom's little house because the office. Believe it or not, the office internet is worse than his home internet. <laughs> okay, wait a minute. First of all, it's not little, and it's not mine. So neither of those are correct either way. So, all right. So, uh, welcome to the show. Today we want to talk about something that is. It's a sneaky threat to your money. It's one of the one of those things that we kind of take for granted and really don't understand all that well because when we go to the store and spend a dollar, it's always a dollar. It's a dollar. I got a dollar. I go to the store. I get a dollar's worth okay. of stuff. All right, I'm gonna stop you there. What can you it's buy for dollar. a dollar anymore? Really? Oh, I guess you can go. Don't they have a well, dollar they have days at dollar McDonald's? stores? Okay, dollar stores. All right. Uh, Been I, to one in a I, while. I got an order of fries at McDonald's today for a dollar. Okay, fair enough. One dollar. One fry or one dollar? My my unsweet large iced tea. <laughs> okay. One dollar. So that's only two bucks so far for lunch. Mm -hmm. And then you threw in the nine dollar Big Mac, or how did that right, all work right, out? Right, right, right. It was the $43, the $43 <laughs> exactly. quarter pounder with there you, gold. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Chew slowly, as I always yeah. take uh, but we want to talk a little bit about inflation because it's it sneaks up on you. And I don't think, and there is some evidence to back this up, that we really understand it very much. And then how do you fight it? So we want to quickly talk about those things on this edition of the podcast videocast. What do you have? What's that? Sorry? What is that? Your notes? You have notes? Yeah, yeah I, this is the article you gave me. I printed it out. I'm reading it. I, I thought it would be important Wait, to the show. You didn't read it before the show? I did read it before the show. And as you can see, for those of you on the video cast, oh, wow. I highlighted it. Wow. This is yeah. a Wall Street Journal article. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you want it's, me to just pretty, talk about it since you're not ready? No, it's a pretty good one. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely ready. I thought <laughs> okay. about it. I wrote a few notes. I, I am ready. Here's okay. the thing I found interesting. We can't um, see your face. <laughs> Sorry, well, maybe that's it's, for the better. Maybe ratings video. will go. Dude, maybe, it's a video cast. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll go past 200 people now or something. My face isn't so prevalent. Oh, uh, any, at any rate, I found it interesting yeah. in a couple of ways. First of all, mm. they bring up the rule of 72. Now, the rule of 72. I love the rule of 72. Well, but it's generally applied to how how fast your money is multiplying, not how much inflation's eating into your money. It's kind of a turn well, on this the, rule it's it, just the inverse yeah so but generally when you hear rule of 72 it's about well if i'm making six percent a year it doubles in blank is it 12 years anyway the point is um it, please fix that 
It's it's yeah, that's it, right. I had it right. If you make ten percent per year, oh. it doubles in seven point two years. Okay, so I was right. If you right. make seven percent per year, it doubles in ten years. I was right again. Okay, but here's a here's the second part I found interesting. They divide it instead by inflation, but the inflation rate they use is three point six percent. Now that is substantially higher than historical rates, which apparently it was in August. It, more than half a percent a year. That's quite a bit over a period of time. It depends on the historical period about I'm which you're referring. Though. 1934 to last year runs okay, a, so a little we have under a two, a little under three, period. A little yeah, under okay. three. Well, you got to look at a long period of time. Okay, I, so I'm that's a little high. That's number one. That's one issue I have because then it's saying your costs double in 20 years, which is, I usually use 25 when I just, cause I tell, when I talk to people about, which is what three is, three is yeah, about 20. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So, but then they get into some odd things here, Don, frankly, that, that I struggle with home ownership, right? But whether you'd have a fixed income rate or an adjustable, well, right. nobody knows that because nobody knows what's going to happen to rates. But it's the Wall Street Journal. Okay. So they're always right. Then there's the, no, they're always I, trying to come up with a system. Then one I did actually like was the insurance because people do have a tendency to have home insurance from the time they buy the home. They renew it every year and they never look at it again in terms of the replacement value. They point out that uh, if you don't change anything in New York, it, the, the home insurance you bought in 2000 will only cover 63% of your current home value. And that, that's Then I'll just troubling. build 60% of the house. Okay, that's uh, actually my wife and I thought about that when we were looking at it. We were looking at our insurance, and I thought, you know what? We wouldn't if we rebuilt. We wouldn't rebuild a house this big. We'd rebuild a smaller house, so it's okay. I don't know that Mickey Mouse will let you make it any smaller, but good luck with that. (laughs) Uh, Then we get into the the more important parts. I frankly think investing. Now here's one that that people have a tendency to do a number of things with their money, which are really bad ideas. Number one, as we've talked about on this program, ad nauseum, there's about $18 trillion right now sitting around in cash. banks, cash, yeah. cash, that's making, that's losing to b- b- losing money safely is how I put it. I mean, at 3.6% annualized inflation, you are losing big and you're losing fast. That's one. Number two, Baby boomers now are, and I think I read this recently, that the largest birth year in the history of the United States was 1957. Did I have that right? I read I that. I believe that is correct. Yeah, that is I hadn't the read that. peak of the baby boom right about when we were born. And it's pretty darn close. So that means all of you are getting close to retirement or are already retired. Yeah. And you're thinking, I need some stability in my portfolio. I don't want risk, Tom and Don. I already took risk when I was younger. Well, if you put it all in bonds or most you're of it in, in bonds, you're in trouble. I mean, mm-hmm. and, and and especially if your longevity at, at 60 is going to be 30 years, which there's a good likelihood of that. Um, they well, also and talk- that, that also applies to immediate annuities. Mm-hmm. Unless they have an inflation rider and the inflation rider usually reduces what you get today, uh, your payments will be less valuable in the future. Exactly. So, and then they also talk about uh, saving for retirement, and they talk about the fact that you need to consider inflation when it comes to retirement income. I do see this mistake often. People believe I'm retiring next year and I need $80,000 a year to live on. But what they don't do is they don't add in 3% a year of inflation for the next 30 years are expected to live, right? They just don't make it. And so, in 
inflation should be part of every financial plan. And again, I would run it to 3%. They said three and a half. And then the bad news uh, when it comes to all of that is uh, what I just mentioned. Many of you get to retirement. You don't want any risk, but you need probably most of us need to be exposed to stock markets for a very long period of time. I'm going to, I think I'll be exposed to them my entire life with the idea that hopefully I leave something to the next generation. Who knows? But here's the other part of any spending or any retirement plan, Don, that people have a tendency to forget about as well. And that is the spending side. Now, I'm going to equate it to weight loss. As you know, as Don knows, I work out basically every day. I really don't lose weight. <laughs> but I he can, does work out every day. I do. Basically. I, on the other hand, I maintain my weight and I yeah. never work out. Yeah. And so here's the thing. I do know, and I'm aware of this, that the reality is if I ate less, ate more carefully, then guess what? I probably would lose weight. So if you have a spending plan for retirement, rather than just saying, I'm trying to make this much, but I'm only going to have a disciplined amount to spend, most people are going to be, uh, it'll work out for them in a way that uh, many don't consider. We run into people all the time who say, no, nah, I'm just going to keep doing whatever I'm doing. I needed to buy that. I got this, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Well, that, that is kinda, more of a problem. That kind of fits in, in with my strategy, which is instead of you know, instead of worrying about beating inflation, I'm just going to deflate my lifestyle. You're just going to reduce. I'm just going to go the for spend. the deflationary lifestyle. It's All just right. like you know, the big house to the little house. Yeah, I think to that's the nice. airstream <laughs> to, to the, a tent. No, because I still have the place in the back. In as the long swamp. as I have the lazy boy and a big screen TV. Oh, okay. Well, I don't have to. I, you have to run the electricity out to the swamp for that. But um, at any rate, yeah, I think this is solar. A, it's a it's a it's a problem that has reemerged that had been. Ignored for many years when we yeah. had such very, very, very low inflation by historical uh, measure. So, yeah, I think it's something to consider carefully. However, remember, we're not making any kind of prediction about inflation because who knew in the the 90s and the aughts that inflation would fall as far as it fell from as high as it had been in the 70s and the 80s? We just don't know what the future will bring, but you have to plan for many eventualities, which is why the plan, a financial plan of any kind, is so important to your future well-being. Uh, you know, you can call us anytime at 855-935-TALK. You can also send us questions at TalkingRealMoney.com. And I got one of those for you, Tom. Okay. This, this yeah, please. One. This is a good one. My wife, who is a teacher, is investing in... Uh, what? What? I'm sorry. Uh, just hurts me. Valix 457 and 403B. And now, and I love their pickles, but I don't, I don't really like their That's 401k vl management. Vlasic, Vlasic pickles. Oh, okay. oh, sorry. Valic annuities. Okay. Valic is the variable annuity life insurance company, a division of Tom. I don't know that. AIG. Ah, okay. That's the money-making side of AIG yeah. probably. Yes. She will retire in 1.5 years. There's somebody Should she numbers. continue investing in an attempt to shelter investments from taxes in the valid and valid investment vehicles or cancel and invest in a taxable account? She has invested in a Roth every year, too. So, I mean, this is always one of those, well, we don't know because we need to know more about the picture. On the one hand, yes, the Valak plan is probably expensive. It's probably not very diversified. 
And there may be additional administrative charges sometimes that we find out about later that are add to the reduction in return. Because it's an annuity. Yeah. And so then the then the question is, okay, so where would you put the money and how would you manage that? In other words, if you just took the same thing and put it in the Vanguard Total World Stock Index, that's probably a pretty good idea or some sort of balanced plan that's a much lower cost. Yeah, I'd, I'd favor that for sure. Well, yeah, here's the thing. It's a, it, it depends a lot on the, on your tax bracket, your tax rate, your marginal rate right now. Um, how much of her paycheck is taken out for taxes? If it's a small amount, then the tax deferral is a negligible benefit that is very likely offset by the ridiculous costs that Valak charges for its products, uh, in which case I would probably put it into a taxable account somewhere, but make sure it's right for her risk tolerance. However, yes. if you said she's contributing to a Roth, but is she maxing her Roth out? That that really is the key. My wife is calling right there in the middle $7, of the show. $7,000 she could pop in there. So yeah, you want to do that first. If you're not putting the full seven in, then you can no do No reason the, you know, to do anything else. I concur right. there. Yeah. Do the full seven to the Roth. She's still looking for the fries you didn't eat from McDonald's. I so. ate all the fries. Oh, I don't want to be the guy who has to take that call. Fries. Good luck. Um, so here's the deal. Tom has one other thing he wants to add before we depart from this podcast. Well, and so I only have a couple Tom of minutes. Tom is a little... He's a little upset. I'm more than a little upset, actually. I'm quite upset. By so we're going to let him vent. Yeah. I mean, so as, as we've discussed on this program, my daughter goes to a, a private school, nothing against public schools. She goes to a private school, fits her better. And they have a period of time in January, which is like the midterm where they teach other courses that you can come in and learn about various topics like cooking. And I think I saw outdoor activities and then I was scrolling through. And what did I find? The stock market simulation game. Oh, oh no. I by things. the way, this no. Pre- here's the quote. No previous financial courses or experience with the stock market necessary. Students will receive surprise, surprise, an initial cash infusion of one hundred thousand dollars with the goal of making as much money as they can with their portfolio during the January term, which is, I believe, a week. Now, so what? basically, when they get to class, I hope that the teacher Hands says, hello, money. everyone, you are monkeys. You are <laughs> monkeys, and here are our darts. You're going to throw your darts at the stock market pages. Monkeys. But let me tell you why throw I really darts. resent that. I mean, at the end, by the way, they said, learn the research skills needed to increase your chances for success. Number one, the people that spend millions of dollars and have all the best research, how do they do beating the market? They don't. Number two, if this is someone's first, their initiation to stock market investing, mm-hmm. I got to fix them at age 50. I got to tell them all that stuff you learned a hundred years. No, that is not relevant. It is not investing. That is gambling. Gambling. The, who is, is it being taught by a stockbroker? I don't know. I will find that out. You I don't need know more. to find oh, out. You can count me in on that one. You know, oh, I will. Please. You yeah. are going to go talk to the school I'm going to call right? the uh, headmaster about this. You're going, yeah, and please, I want an update on this because this idiot, I guarantee, I can almost guarantee it's a stockbroker. Okay, but and this is for seventh and eighth grade. Don't you think it makes more sense to teach really young people like this? How about just your relationship with money? Right. How you should look how, at money. What what's exactly. important? Like how that. about saving it? The power yeah. of saving it. The, val- the 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 value of long term investing. How to pay bills. Yeah. How to save. Exactly. Just the absolute basics before you start becoming a hedge fund manager. This is uh-huh. absolutely abhorrent. And yes, I will I will add that, Don. You can count on it. So. 
He's outraged, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it didn't outraged. come out that way, but it should have. So sorry. He is outraged. I'm more outraged than he is, and it's not even <laughs> my child. I am. Oh, maybe she should take the course Mad. and then to go in and say, hey, what about just putting it all in VT? <laughs> and here's the thing. The kid, who wins, the kid who wins the game. I know. Is not the best stock picker. No. They're just the luckiest Indeed. one. Indeed. A week's time. Come on. That's the other thing it adds. Is Day trading. You, you can make money quickly. That is not investing. That is, as you just said, gambling, purely. Hey, if you have a question for us, call us anytime at 855-935-TALK or go to TalkingRealMoney.com on the contact form. You can type in your questions or speak them into a microphone just like this. So thanks for being there. Tell a friend, neighbor, relative worst enemy you have you know maybe they hate money talk and this will be miserable for them uh or uh whatever go and leave a podcast a podcast leave a, a podcast, podcast for us or leave, leave a podcast, podcast no, then we won't on have apple podcast we won't have to do one if you leave a full podcast we'll simply right. put that Just one up there in place save us a give day. us your podcast sure, give us your not? best podcast all right tom tom has things to do we gotta go thanks for being around here listening to us watching us jabber on as we continue talking Real money. Talking real money. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That's a wrap.